Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. economy suffers worst quarter since the Second World War. Obama hails John Lewis as founding father of fuller, better U.S. And NASA's Perseverance rover launches to the Red Planet. It's Friday, July 31. I'm Anthony Davis. The coronavirus pandemic sent the US economy plunging by a record-shattering 32.9% annual rate last quarter and is still inflicting damage across the country, squeezing already struggling businesses and forcing a wave of layoffs that show no sign of abating. The government's estimate of the second quarter fall in the gross domestic product has no comparison since records began in 1947. Soon after the government issued the bleak economic data, Donald Trump attempted to divert attention by suggesting a delay in the November 3rd presidential election based on unsubstantiated allegations that widespread mail-in voting will result in fraud. The dates of presidential elections are enshrined in federal law and would require an act of Congress to change. So steep was the economic fall last quarter that most analysts expect a sharp rebound for the current July to September period. But with coronavirus cases rising in the majority of states and the Republican Senate proposing to scale back aid to the unemployed, the pain is likely to continue and potentially worsen in the months ahead. Tentative hopes for a swift recovery have been diminished by a resurgence of viral cases in the South and the West that has forced many businesses to close again or reduce occupancy. Many economists note that the economy can't fully recover until the pandemic is defeated, a point stressed on Wednesday at a news conference by Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. He warned that the viral epidemic has been endangering a modest economic recovery and as a result, the Fed plans to keep interest rates pinned near zero well into the future. In a fiery eulogy for longtime US Representative John Lewis on Thursday, former President Barack Obama took a series of thinly veiled shots at the actions of his successor that he said tore at the legacy of the black civil rights icon being laid to rest. The funeral for Lewis, who played an instrumental role in passing the Voting Rights Act of 1965, came on the same day a Republican president suggested the November 3rd election could be delayed. Trump has also waged a war against mail-in ballots, a tactic critics say is aimed at suppressing votes. We no longer have to guess the number of jelly beans in a jar in order to cast a ballot, Obama said in the eulogy, referring to one way black people were once disqualified at the ballot box. But even as we sit here, there are those in power doing their darndest to discourage people from voting by closing polling locations and targeting minorities with restrictive ID laws and attacking our voting rights with surgical precision. Obama also referred to reported moves to undermine the Postal Service in the run-up to the election that could be dependent on mail-in ballots so people don't get sick. Obama joined at the funeral by two fellow former presidents, Republican George W. Bush and Democrat Bill Clinton, 
spoke of Lewis's rise from humble beginnings on a Troy, Alabama farm to become a leader of the 1960s struggle for equal rights for black Americans. Ultimately, the man known as the conscience of Congress never gave up his drive to make good trouble in the cause of justice, Obama said. John Lewis, who was first elected in 1986 to represent Georgia in the U.S. House of Representatives, died on July 17 at the age of 80 after a battle with pancreatic cancer. His death came at a time of reckoning across the United States over racial injustice ignited by the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis on May 25th. Obama, a Democrat who was the nation's first black president and who awarded Lewis the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2011, argued that the man whose sharecropping parents picked someone else's cotton now should be counted among the founding fathers. The biggest, most sophisticated Mars rover ever built a car-sized vehicle bristling with cameras, microphones, drills and lasers blasted off for the Red Planet on Thursday as part of an ambitious long-range project to bring the first Martian rock samples back to Earth to be analysed for evidence of ancient life. NASA's Perseverance rode a mighty Atlas V rocket into a clear morning sky in the world's third and final Mars launch of the summer. China and the United Arab Emirates got a head start last week, but all three missions should reach their destination in February after a journey of seven months and 300 million miles. The plutonium-powered six-wheeled rover will drill down and collect tiny geological specimens that will be brought home in about 2031 in a sort of interplanetary relay race involving multiple spacecraft and countries. The overall cost? more than $8 billion. The US, the only country to safely put a spacecraft on Mars, is seeking its ninth successful landing on the planet, with more than half of the world's missions there burning up, crashing, or otherwise ending in failure. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.